Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to an extra special emergency edition of Boiler Up Down South. This is your boy Drew. I'm here with my homie Garrett. So what is up, Gert? What's up? We are going to talk about uh, a Gonzaga winning streak? A Gonzaga winning streak. And we're going to be so concise in our words because it is late. And uh, I'm going to the beach for a week starting tomorrow. So uh, I need to get packed and stuff so my wife doesn't yell at me. Um, And so anyways, we're going to just give you our quick... uh, Sort of thoughts on the Gonzaga game, bleed a little bit into the uh, Tennessee game that's uh, coming up tomorrow uh, in the second round of the Maui Invitational, and we will be right back after this commercial break. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. Garrett, tell the truth. Did you see the whole game? Uh, I did not. I was at a work meeting for my uh, day job, the one I have to go into in person like a normal human. Ugh. Anyway. Garrett, wait, uh, hold on. Plug your day job. Uh, I work at the famous 40-watt club in Athens, Georgia. Oh. Uh, Nirvana is famous for having get gotten kicked out of there. Uh, I played there when I was in a college band. Uh, it's kind of legendary. I'm kind of cool. And I get a whole, like, 20 bucks an hour to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Gary gets $20 an hour to be cool. I do it for free. I feel like I'm getting cheated. <laughs> Uh, anyway, no, I didn't see. I didn't see the entire game. Uh, I did make it back for um, the uh, second half, which was the better half. And Drew, get into how it really was a tale of two halves. I guess we should say. Yes, very much a tale of two halves. A, Dick, a Dickensian game for the holidays coming up. Um, uh, well, the first half, I just felt like, or I didn't feel like, I saw Purdue just played slow. They played slow. They played. Through Zach Eady, walked the ball up the court, uh, uh, didn't get up uh, a lot of shots, um, and just nobody really outside of Eady was the focus of the offense. Things were working, some of the things were working off of Eady, but just every time down the court in that first half, uh, you know, it was Zach, and he was struggling in the first half, honestly, that he went through a stretch. I think he missed, uh, you know, five or six in a row. Uh, kind of all in the same way all leaving him a little short like sort of like we talk about like when Zach misses uh he tends to do short arm stuff um and so uh it just it didn't have a real good flow it really kind of felt like you know one of those games where Purdue just can't get into a rhythm because you know they'll throw it down to Zach it'll be a turnover he'll get fouled the game will stop it was you know it never it never felt like we were actually playing basketball um now we were drawing a lot of fouls which did uh pay dividends in the uh second half so don't get me wrong I understand the idea sometimes behind just grinding away with Zach um I don't think it's the way Purdue plays best, but I, I understand the concept. I understand why a lot of people like it. It's just not kind of my favorite type of basketball. Um, well, as we'll get into later, it is very effective when you have a <clears throat> excuse me, you have a ten point lead 
uh, at the end of the game, and that's probably when you should just be playing slow, feed it to ED basketball. Exactly, exactly. There are definitely times in the game where I feel like we, you know things are getting a little out of out of hand, out of control. Slow it down, play through ED for a couple possessions, get everything calmed down, and then speed it back up again. Um, but I just I don't like it when Purdue. Uh, goes in just seven or eight trips down the court. I I, I saw where it was just everything was just working the ball around slow, and everybody knew what was going to happen. Like like you know, Gonzaga knew they didn't know how they were going to get the ball to Edie, but they knew where the ball was going to end up eventually. So it all the action Purdue runs is kind of useless be, uh, when you just know where Edie is. That's where the ball is going to end up. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that's sort of how we played uh, in the fir- uh, first half. Didn't we missed some open threes? Uh, but nobody was really uh, aggressive, uh, maybe other than Lance Jones, who's just uh, perpetual green light. I think he wakes up shooting the ball, and I, that's good. Purdue needs somebody like that. Uh, but um, you know, Jones was kind of looking for his. But Smith, it took Smith a while to get into the game. I feel like also. When it's so Zach centric, I think Smith really takes a back seat. I was about to use the exact same phrase. He has to kind of take a back seat, but when he's when he's active with his hands, man, and we saw that more more so in the second half, I suppose, because mm-hmm. I didn't see the first half, yeah. as I admit. Um, but uh, he, once he seems to find his rhythm, he finds his defensive rhythm as well. Uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought Bra- uh, Braden played great there in the second half, but again, I and I feel like he was more assertive there. Because Purdue was playing in transition more, um, really letting that first sort of fast break wave uh, play out, and then then setting back up. Um, I felt like in the first half they weren't really letting that first sort of wave of offense, which is you know that transition wave, play all the way out. They were pulling the ball up short um, and and holding up, not really letting that whole. Uh, first sort of phase of the offense work I felt like in the second half they let that first phase work a little more where guys were looking you know getting their own shots Uh, Lance Jones was uh great I mean dude's real fast sometimes I think he's a little too fast and uh has a hard time uh slowing down to hit the layup but uh you know 13 points uh six to 14 from the field he only hit uh one to six from three but you know nobody on Purdue shot well um but he was aggressive and assertive in the second half. And I do feel like his energy uh, picks Purdue up uh, sometimes when they get into that sort of uh, lull of just going, th- everybody sort of going through the motions to get Zach the ball. Um, so yeah, that was about it. That was about it. First half, Purdue, you know, uh, Gonzaga takes a five point lead into the halftime, um, and they, they looked pretty comfortable. But there were some red flags. Obviously, the foul issues, they're not a deep team. Uh, the announcers, for some weird reason, I think they must have just seen the stats from the NAIA game, and they were like, oh, Gonzaga can go 12 deep. And No, Gonzaga has seven players that they play. Uh, and so... Yeah, no, and we had spoken about that as well, where it's like their front court uh, was kind of like rotational, but their backcourt was definitely just the same three guys. Yeah. Basically. No, it was weird listening to the announcers go on and on about Gonzaga's depth when like every, every thing I read about Gonzaga is like, they're going to be good, but they don't have very many players. The players they do have are pretty good though. Um, and, uh, you know, Purdue did have some trouble with a few of those, uh, 
EK in the first half gave Edie fits uh, with his athleticism, and in the pick and pop game, he hit two of those. Uh, he hit two uh, his first two actually uh, three pointers from just right at the top of the key, and it was you know Edie was sagging off uh, a little probably a little too far, couldn't get back there. Um, but I feel like Edie did a good job there in the second half uh, of shutting that down. Um, he did cost a few layups. Um, there's a couple times where I, I know just sort of following along on Twitter and in our group chat and in the message boards, it was like, why? This guard kind of blows by Edie and Edie kind of picks him up and then leaves him. Uh, Edie is starting to play halfway uh, between uh, between the block and getting back out to that three-pointer. Um, and I think that really helped shut it down. Like I said, it cost a few layups where he only did play halfway and the guard still squirted by and uh, laid it in. Uh, but um, it, it shut down that pick and pop. So that was a good adjustment from uh, Matt Painter and Edie. I saw on defense uh, from the first half to the second half um, that really shut down their uh, their big man uh, pick and pop game, which is really an important part of what they do. Well, yeah, and in the second half when, um, you know, they did get some open threes opportunities, um, they seemed to miss all of them, which was very fortunate for us. Uh, but I'd say overall, like, the the perimeter defense on the big guys who are good at that pick and pop, um, I, I'm satisfied. Uh, and Gonzaga's a good team. They're not deep, but they're a good team. Yeah, and I'll tell you, I think Purdue did a good job of getting letting some guys uh, shoot threes that they didn't mind shooting threes. Yeah, uh, I think they they were you know letting him hard uh, shoot until he couldn't shoot anymore. Um, so I, I feel like they would they would much much rather have him pulling up from deep than uh, driving into the paint and uh, you know picking apart their defense. So he did a good bit of that. You know he had six assists uh, and only two turnovers. Uh, and then Hickman also, you know, one of three. He's not really a shooter. Um, and they really just don't have a lot of shooters since uh, Venters uh, was basically, you know, Eastern Washington, like, legendary shooter. Um, and with him out, they just didn't really have it. Stromer is a true freshman. He went one of five. Um, and he's the guy that really has to pick it up. So, um, yeah, no, I thought Purdue did a really good job. Uh, of uh, shutting down those three-point shots and, and not letting Gonzaga keep stay in the game uh, from uh, hitting from deep. Yeah. Um, I feel like we need to mention uh, TKR for a second. Uh, when Purdue finally started to like really break away and it started to become a little obvious, he, he did some very nice things, and I think there was a two-point uh, or two-minute uh, span where he had two shots that would be very difficult for most people to make, and especially that one where he had the uh, kind of like mid-air adjustment. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so TKR came in clutch with his uh, offensive rebounding uh, uh, presence and you know his ability to kind of overpower people. And we we had talked about how we kind of thought eventually Gonzaga was going to get tired, and Drew actually predicted the end of this game quite. Like Nostradamus Lee, uh, where he was. What, what exactly did you say? Uh, let me let me read this for you. So just so anybody that questions my knowing of ball, um, let's see here. Uh, match up. To, no, 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 I wrote all this. Hold on. Um, 
This is a game where Purdue's depth and quicker pace on offense pays huge dividends in the second half if Coach Painter doesn't blink and revert back to the all-ED, all-the-time offense of last season. I think Coach holds course. Purdue plays a hard-fought up-and-down game in the first half and pulls away in the second half after fatigue and foul trouble mount against the shorthanded Zags. Boom. That's it. Yep. That's what happened. Yep. That was the game. Y'all didn't even have to watch it. You should have just looked, read my article and then just, you know, done some laundry or something during the game. Um, Put it in your headphones. Get some football wisdom, basketball <laughs> wisdom, anything we have to offer you. Well, he has to offer you. Uh, very little. Um, so, anyway, great win for Purdue. Uh, that's a two-game win streak against the Zags. I don't want any part of the Boilermakers early in the season. Um, and, uh, you know... Purdue stays number two, obviously. Uh, Kansas is playing Chaminade tonight, and I don't know. I don't think this is going to be the year for Chaminade to pull the uh, upset. The Silver Swords have a very cool logo that just got butchered, and we need to address that for anybody who likes graphic design. Um, They just went to a very plain C instead of the cool outline of the Silver Sword plant, which is the school's mascot for being noted for uh, withstanding extreme environments and hurricanes and high winds. It's a cool mascot to have for a school in Hawaii, right? And then they just replace it with a blue sea. It's a shame. Can you tell that I studied graphic design? This man studies a little bit of everything, and he, you'll like say something, and he, all of a sudden he's like, hey. I have a hard opinion on this. I have a, wow, I didn't even know people thought about that, but now that, you know, I see your passion. Well, hey, I did notice, because I did see clips of the game, ESPN is not using the new logo. They're still going with the Silver Swords logo of old. Anyway, we're not talking about Chaminade anymore. Let's talk about Tennessee. Let's talk about Tennessee because they handled Syracuse. Uh, just to be fair, Syracuse isn't very good. They haven't been very good for a little while. Um, at Joe Girard down at Clemson, he was a, he got hot yesterday and hit a bunch of shots. But I digress. Uh, yeah, they took it to the Vols took it to the Orange that uh, tore apart that uh, vaunted defense. Uh, Connect, uh, he's a transfer in. He was their guy tonight. Um, six six two zero four. He's gonna remind you uh, a lot of uh, God, that guy from Moorhead State, and I can't remember his name. He was their sort of burly guy. Uh, anyways, the the guy that was the NAIA like legend and he was playing his last year for Moorhead State. He got hot in the first half and kept him in it. I can't remember his name. I got too many uh, names in my head. Uh, but connect. He's a small school transfer. Um, and, uh, I think, uh, yeah, you, uh, what is it? UNCO? I think it's where he was. Uh, the, the Rams? Yeah, University of North Colorado, uh, the Bears. So he was at University of North Colorado. So hold on, that's in like Greeley, Colorado, right? Mm-hmm. Greeley, Colorado. Why do I know that? I've been there. And in the middle of nowhere. And, uh... Yeah, so he was playing there in the uh, first game out or against Syracuse. He, uh, so far this season, he's averaged 19.7 points a game. Dude's a baller. He's a big guy. Uh, he can bully you. Uh, Purdue's going to have to find, again, somebody that can handle a 6'6", uh, 205 guard. Um, I mean, Fletcher Lawyers didn't look good uh, tonight, uh, let's be honest. Um, he had a lot of turnovers, and if he's not shooting the ball... I think there's other guys on the team that do the other things better. 
Um, so his, his lawyers are going to probably, I mean, Jones might try to get him, but he's given up a lot of size to Jones and connect is a guy that knows how to use his size. Um, he's going to get where he wants on the floor. That's what, I mean, he's used to doing that, right? That's this is his whole game at North Carolina, uh, Northern Colorado. He's just bullied people and got where he wanted. And he's, he's doing that at uh, Tennessee now. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be the, uh, a key. Can Purdue stop connect because uh, he's, he's a baller. Um, and then uh, they've got, uh, you know, always have these weird, these bouncy forwards. Uh, Adu, 6'11", 241. Uh, he had a big game uh, tonight. He's another just real bouncy uh, forward. Um, gets up, blocks shots, uh, can run. Uh, and then uh, for, out of Charleston, South Carolina, ugh. I wish he would have gone to Clemson. Josiah Jordan James, you know, another five-star dude on their roster. Um, 6'6", uh, 225, just another one of those sort of hybrid uh, athletes who are Graham-looking dudes on the wings, and that scares me a little bit. Yeah, and that's, uh, like, because I'm a Georgia grad, like, I pay attention to Georgia basketball as well, obviously, and so, like, I think about Tennessee. They've always had these, like, really lanky, like, multi-talented wings that could like theoretically be playing center somewhere else mm-hmm. and like ah oh, man they're they're not a team to be trifled with i trust like if i in a vacuum if rick barnes is my head coach i kind of trust him um i don't think this is an easy win but uh are we gonna get into predictions yet or are we going to... uh yeah let, let, just in case we don't manage to get a the tennessee uh preview out in time uh, before i head to the beach uh uh just so i can stir the pot and maybe make sure my brother-in-law listens to this one um because we'll yeah, be he's got beach. some tennessee family we'll be at the beach together i'll be there with a bunch of tennessee fans and y'all will fight somebody so don't you worry if there's some Purdue disrespecting, I will handle business. And by that, I mean thank them for letting me stay at their beach house. Um, the, the, new, uh, <laughs> the, the new name of this podcast is Boiler Up and Throw Down. <laughs> I love it. Love it, love it. All right, yeah, so Tennessee, Boilermakers beat the balls. I think we beat them handily. I'm going to go uh, something like 78-67. Classic Rick Barnes, Tennessee team. Long, lanky dudes that can't play offense. Yeah, um, I'm kind of going in a similar direction, but I think it's going to be a little higher scoring. I might actually go like Purdue Purdue 88, Tennessee 70. Oh, that would be exciting. I'd like to yeah. watch that. I'd like to see Purdue go a little bit faster paced. I'd like to see that they can... Um, you know, be a little bit more opportunistic when uh, not so great offense uh, messes up and misses shots, and you get your you get your rebounds. You go down court, you shoot the ball into the hoop. It's just that simple. That's it, man. All right, Gary. Well, I think we're gonna call it a night, bro, because I got uh, a lot of packing and cooking and all kinds of crazy stuff to do. So uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, check out we're gonna uh, do a uh, IU preview football podcast tomorrow yep. before I leave. So. Yep. Check that out uh, later on in the week. We uh, don't care for the Hoosiers. And we do not. Y'all come back now. Here.